You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. We're in the home stretch here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Mo Moten, Scott Branson with you. Remember, subscribe when you can. Hit that subscription button. Give us a five-star rating if you're listening to us on audio. And remember, you can get the podcast wherever you want. You can also subscribe on YouTube or on Twitch. Twitch, we will do live events on there. And on the YouTube channel, you can always get all of our videos. So thanks for being with us here yet again. And reminder, tomorrow, Mo, we're going to be back tomorrow talking mail again. We get to give away some stuff. You've got mail. Uh, I actually <laughs> enjoy the questions because we yeah. we actually really got some, honestly speaking, we got some really good questions last week. I think, again, shout out to Chris. He hit the nail on the head with the, with the interior defensive line because now yes. that's the big talk this week about the Raiders' defense and the, specifically their run defense against the Vikings. So shout out to him for nailing that question. What about that? You know, we'll, we'll, uh, yes, absolutely. And again, that'll be on Wednesday. So tune in Wednesday, download Wednesday, watch Wednesday as we uh, get your questions. And everybody who submits a question gets a, a show sticker that you can proudly slap on your laptop, your water bottle, whatever you decide to put it on. Uh, and then we will pick one winner. Uh, and and Chris was the guy last week to get a T-shirt, a show T-shirt, a Silver and Black Today T-shirt. So uh, we certainly appreciate that. All right, Mo, let's go Let's go where you just went because this, this is the kind of free-range round where a bunch of chickens walking around mm-hmm. pecking, looking for stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, when, you, when you talk about that defensive interior, but we talk about the run defense, uh, yes, up front, clearly some issues there. But I also saw containment, too, on the outside once they got past uh, the offensive line, meaning the linebacker core, and then, of course, the defensive backfield. What else did you see in re-watching the game? I saw some some troubles there with linebackers playing a little bit out of position, not recognizing what was coming. Again, it's a practice game, and it's a, it's a teachable moment, as you mentioned earlier, when these guys look at the film, uh, including with Darian Butler, right, who was playing in some of those spots. But what did you see overall? What other concerns? What other things did you see that gave you some some encouragement as well? Uh, one thing that I saw and that some of my Twitter supporters pointed out, got to wrap up when you tackle. Mm. Uh, I hate to call out guys, but I believe Darius Phillips had two missed tackles. He did. I remember one specifically where he bounced off a guy. Got to wrap up those tackles because the last few years, even, even under Gus Bradley when the defense improved, tackling seemed to be an issue here and there with guys not wrapping up, guys whiffing, uh, bad, taking bad angles and whiffing. So 
I don't want to see that problem come up again. Uh, they have to tighten up on the tackling technique. Uh, I think that will happen. Josh McDaniels very up on detail. So, you know, he's going to be running back the film and saying, you got to wrap it up. Um, on the back end, I know I mentioned Sam Webb in the, in the first segment. Mm-hmm. I thought there were times where the secondary held up pretty well as a unit. Uh, there were times where the Vikings quarterback just had nowhere to go with the football. I believe his Kellen Mung was out there. Even though he led two touchdown drives, there were times where he just had nowhere to go with the football. And I think that's pretty good when you say your your pass rush isn't that great, especially on the interior, to have your defensive backs hold for that long, hold, hold on to their, their assignments for that long and not give up a big play. Uh, so those are the two things that stood out to me, negative and positive, just specifically about the defense. Because then we spoke a lot about the offense, and sometimes we may not give enough attention to the to the defense because so many guys are out. But I think there are negative negatives and positives there too. On Monday at the press conference, uh, uh, Josh McDaniels was asked about uh, both Bilal Nichols and Jonathan Hankins, and he was noncommittal about their return. wasn't sure. Kind of, you know, just gave uh, the standard answer of they're trying to get better. We're going to have we'll have more news on them, so on and so forth. Um, w- again, with that pup list, right? You if you you have to be off that pup list before the end of the preseason. If not, you miss six games. There's been some people were posting things that it was four games. I've looked in five different sources and found six games. So so it's important over the next couple weeks. For those guys, I would be happy if they got back for that final preseason game and just got some live game action. It'd be great if it was this week uh, going into the Miami game. But if not, Mo, um, just to get them some live uh, practice for a couple weeks and one game would be, I think, suitable for me. Not to dispute you live on air, Scott, but nope. um, I, I think it the rule for? was, I think, yeah, I think the rule was was tweaked recently where it is for if they're not off the pup list by August 23rd. And I didn't have this down to you saying I'm either. wrong <laughs> in the five. I must be finding old stuff. So thank you. Mo. I appreciate that. Yeah. If it, I think they tweaked the recently tweaked the rule. If you're not off the pub list by August 23rd, which is after the second round of cuts, then ah. you have to remain on the pub list for the first four weeks of the season for at least the first four weeks of the right of the regular there season. Go. So uh, there's there's the ticking deadline. So there's about a week for, for guys like Blau Nichols, Jonathan Hankins and Trayvon Mon to get back on the field. Well, there you go. So that changes my perspective too. So thanks. That's why we have Mo around. I mean, he's just he's he's an intent researcher. He's going to find it and clear it up. So so the guy I kept tweeting six games at, I was wrong. Um, But but (laughs) so so yeah. So then they got to get back to they got to get back to practice uh, this week or at least going into next week before we hit the twenty third, and and that's going to be a big milestone as well as I think those guys on the back end as well. Um, all right, let's go to another point that I saw that we were concerned with and we talked about on Sunday night, which was the special teams. Uh, yes, you know, Josh McDaniels points out that there's there was one, you know, tough kickoff return we didn't contain. Um, but uh, instead of me saying it, let me give you Josh McDaniels talking about special teams concern uh, from the other night against the Vikings. That being said, I thought we we had some really good plays in the kicking game, and then we lost the the contain on the one kickoff return uh, there, which is probably the you know the play of the night. That you know if we had to take any of them back in, in the kicking game, that would be the one. But I thought we did a good job in the first half. We were kind of winning the field position battle um, as it went, and then you know gave up the one return there in the second half. But I think you know that's what these games are for. You know you have to get them in these games because you really can't simulate that kind of contact, that kind of space, and that kind of speed in practice. 
And I, Mo, I agree with uh, McDaniel's there at the end. That's what these games are for. That's where you use them for. Uh, but in rewatching the game, I think he he's kind of underplaying a little bit of the struggles they had. Yes, they had the one long kickoff return, uh, but containment throughout the night. Even though uh, Daniel Carlson uh, kicked the ball well, except for the one miss, and then AJ Cole, who's just booming the heck out of the ball, of course, inside at Allegiant Stadium, a great place to do that was just watching again number one you talked about it earlier with defensive backs and you saw it on special teams was wrapping up there was some trouble wrapping up and then on containment there were there were some runs they weren't particularly really long but there was missed tackles guys in position guys um, um, being juked out there and really just not in that that normal balanced place you want to see them in to make a tackle and to to keep the field position where they want it uh, what did you see in rewatching the game when it came to special teams and those issues? Yeah, two things on special teams, and you just kind of touched on it: lane integrity and tackling. Yeah, those are the two things you cannot you cannot compromise on if you want a good uh, kickoff coverage team. And that's where the Raiders faltered a bit. Uh, he did touch on. He did say you really can't simulate those things at practice because you don't want to have collisions. Because as we all know. With kickoffs, that's where you have the biggest collisions, and that's why the NFL has kind of tried to limit it with the ruling. Uh, he and Josh McDaniels and the coach staff doesn't want to do that at practice because they don't want to get guys hurt. But that's not an excuse once you get on the field. I, they have to get it together. But I mentioned this on Sunday. When you go from Rich Basaccia to Tom McMahon, it's probably going to be a little bit of a drop-off because Rich Basaccia is regarded as one of the best special teams coaches in the league. So you hope mm-hmm. the Reds can get it together get their lane integrity together and get their tackling together before the regular season starts. Yeah. And it's, it is. And, and he touched on it there in his comments at the post game press conference, which is it's about field position, right? And so you need to be able to do that, especially if you look at this team, not knowing yet what the defense is going to look like, what the strengths weaknesses will be. They're going to need everything they can out of that special teams unit, because when they do need to take a, a team and put them back in their own uh, end, they got to do the best job that they can. They got to contain that, especially with that early schedule and what they're going to be facing. So, so a lot of people kind of sloughing it off is no big deal. And it's not a big deal yet. It's a practice game. But at the same time, I think we need to watch that. They need to make improvements. It's always three areas of the game, right? And they need to make improvements. Uh, when they get down to Miami, uh, I want to see that and, and make sure that they don't let those off. And that lane integrity gets better and plays are made and tackles are wrapped up. Uh, so we'll have to see. Um, jumping around, Mo, wide receivers. DJ Turner had a nice game. People are now in love with him, as they were with Zemir White in the first game in Canton. Talk about his chances to make the team now and and why, um, why or why not he's got a good shot at it. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I thought he was one of the stars of the game, and not just because Mm -hmm. of his touchdown reception. It's because what I like in him is the same reason I like T. Billy Teron Johnson making rosters because he provides that speed that the Raiders wide receiver core lacks. Uh, and you saw it on that touchdown reception. He turned on the afterburners on defenders. It, w- it was a decent throw, but it was him doing a lot of the work after the catch that got him the score. And he also contributed on special teams. I believe he had a 26-yard return. And as you know, you're your fifth and sixth wide receivers need to be able to contribute on special teams. And the fact that he can make a big play in the passing offense and contribute to special teams bodes well for his chances to make the 50 man roster. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think uh, that whole unit, of course, Nelson Aguilar got released on Monday uh, or was pending release. And of course, Raider fans are go sign him, go sign. We need that down the field thread. I'm like, we got some young guys there already. I don't, I don't understand why, People jump. People want to jump back to a familiar face, and I understand it. Um, but without injury, I think this wide receiver group is competing, competing well. And I think this is a good point. Competition breeds better performance, and I think overall we're seeing that as well uh, from this unit. And we're seeing guys when they get their opportunities. For the most part, they're coming through pretty well. Yeah, and I think that wide receiver competition with the Rays is going to be tough. Uh, yes. Demarcus Robinson, as I mentioned, DJ Turner, uh, Keelan Cole, uh, a lot of those got Mac Hollins. They all had receptions of at least 15 yards. So mm-hmm. I, I think all those guys have gained, have gained some trust within, uh, that coaching staff that, Hey, if Devonte Adams doesn't make a big play, if Hunter Renfro doesn't make a big play, one of us can do it. And, and they're going to have a lot of one-on-one matchups. So if they can win their, their, their assignments and their one-on-one matchups, they can get the football, and I think again they're going to rotate those guys in that wide receiver, wide receiver three spot. It's not just going to be Mac Hollins, or not just right. going to be Robinson or Keelan Cole or Turner if he makes the roster. I think you're going to see a rotation of guys there, and any one of those guys can make a big play as you just saw on Sunday. And we said that on this show going back a couple of weeks, didn't we? We said, listen, you're that's going to go down to the very last cut and the very last game until you find out who's going to kind of emerge, and and then even. Going into the season, two or three weeks, you'll see, to your point, a rotation. And you might see a rotation for longer than that because they have it now. Mm-hmm. Mo, that's going to be a tough decision, and it's a good tough decision, which is are you going to keep more wide receivers? Are you going to keep more running backs? Because they have two rooms right now that are surprisingly full of players who are all performing when they get the opportunity. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to – who can we stash on the practice squad? Because <laughs> you can keep veterans on the practice squad now. Who can we stash on the practice squad and they'll still be there and teams won't poach them away from us? So it's going to be tough. I, I think the Rays going to keep six wide receivers and I think four running backs plus the full back, Jacob Johnson. 
Uh, someone sent a tweet at me on Monday saying that the Patriots kept six backs. I didn't look into it, but I will say this, that there's a possibility that they keep three quarterbacks. If they keep three quarterbacks, they're not going to keep six backs. Right. But also, also depends on the defense. Like how many players are going to keep at, in, in the cornerback room? How many linebackers? How many defensive linemen? What does Patrick Graham want in his rotation? All of that has to come together before you can just say, okay, we're going to keep this number of players at this position. Yeah. And, and the other issue there as well is the special teams piece of this, right? Because some, I mean, they all play, all those guys play special teams, but who's doing both really, really well. And that might end up, you might choose a running back over wide receiver based on that issue because of uh, their ability to do that. And I'm not talking about returning kicks, but on coverage, right? We see a lot of guys who play running back who play great uh, on coverage teams for special teams in the NFL. So that might be uh, another factor, I would think. We'll have to see. But, of course, we're going to get uh, further into cut season, if you will, and we'll see how this roster changes. We'll also wait with bated breath to see if the Raiders do anything this week. Between now and our Thursday show, certainly we'll talk about that, Mo, as it comes up. But tomorrow, my friend, we're going to take mail from our viewers and listeners and answer those questions. It's going to be fun. Absolutely fun. Someone's going to win a t-shirt and it hope maybe there's a food question in there. That oh, we can maybe a food that, question. And that was, and that, and that was of course fun to have uh, just to, just a roundabout of things to talk about. So a- absolutely. Absolutely. Mo. All right, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And we'll, we'll talk about more <laughs> dolphins as it goes on. We will, we'll get, uh, get into a little bit of the dolphins. They got some drama going down there with Tua. Uh, and uh, we'll have to tap in, maybe get get some messages to our friend Jeremy down there, Jeremy Klump, and try to get <laughs> and try to get some of what's going on. He mixes it up with his his readers really well. I love that stuff. Uh, but Mo, thanks again. All right, we're gonna end today's show on this Tuesday. We hope you're off to a great start this week, Raider Nation. Uh, we're a day closer to football, which is a good thing. We're also again going to have our mailbag. Uh, show tomorrow so make sure you uh, listen to that and that'll be available for you first thing in the morning like this one was do us a favor subscribe on your favorite platform subscribe on youtube and we appreciate all of your support and uh, just continue to love interacting with all of you out there here on silver and black today for mo moten i am scott cobranson take care of one another out there and we'll talk to you tomorrow